0: Twenty. Yo, don't we have a podcast to do? Right. AC, the IC, these Yes, 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 yes. AC, the IC, these Yes, 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 yes. To the crazy show, to unordinary souls. Kissing tell this life is cell, tweaking rocks are in control, got a lot of things to share. Hit the deck of sick and scary, shit gets weird, but it is okay. Ask your got shit to say. A C Yes, 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 A C Yes, yes, Acid and Hey Hey, what's up, Rackle? Welcome back to the Ask Brats podcast, and as always, I'm Roxy Vale, and I'm Twiggy. (laughs) So, um, I guess today would be like a a special podcast with, you know, (laughs) I guess so, because since tomorrow is going to be our birthday, um, this particular podcast, we're just going to recap some of our fond memories over the years, and, um. That's pretty much what it's going to be. It's going to be just more along the lines of that. Because as the new year has come upon us, we just want to reflect upon all the good ones we've had so far. So without further ado, is there anything you want to catch up with on the week besides that? Um, no, I really haven't done anything except watch Legally Blonde and work. Because we're recording this podcast right after we recorded the last one. So there's nothing that happened other than... oh yeah i did go out to eat like i said on the um last podcast uh, i was going out to eat with um two of my friends and that was fun and we live streamed like a little bit but we just mostly hung out and that was all i had done from the last two three days <laughs> yeah because normally we're a week apart so we have like a whole week to recap but this time because of our birthday and because of twiggy's schedule. We just won't have time to do it any other time of the week, so there really hasn't been much that's happened in the past three days. Um, what yes. are you gonna do for your half of the birthday? Okay, so in the morning, I'm not sure. Uh, Nathan said if I want him to make me breakfast, that he'll make me breakfast, but uh, then we're gonna go to the loop and go get something to eat and then go bowling, and then um, Mars might meet up with us there if when they get off work and then mm, my mother our mother will maybe hang out with us too so that'll be about it what are you doing for your birthday half my half of the birthday i'm doing (laughs) um i'm pretty sure nothing for the majority of the day then after boxer bay gets off work we're gonna probably grab something to eat and probably grab a drink and meet Dwella and Andy and stuff like that and then after that I just kind of said that I wanted to spend a night not at my apartment so I don't have to worry about roomies or anything I can just have peace and quiet so we're just gonna go out to his place and be alone because I just cannot handle I just don't want to deal with on my birthday other people being loud and obnoxious when I just want to... I want to be a princess for the day, and I just don't feel like being upset, so I'm not going to spend the night at home. No, I totally get that. <laughs> I was just, just like, I would like peace and quiet for my birthday. But yeah, as far <laughs> as that, uh... Mm, that's pretty much all I have planned. Oh, and I also, thanks to Boxer Bay and Twiggy, I've got my copy of Pearl Jam's PJ20 book replaced after it was destroyed a few years ago. So I'm really thankful that it has rejoined my life again. My life feels complete and I felt so great to be able to hold the book again, flip through the pages and just, I don't know, all is all is well. I would really appreciate it if you stop uh, attaching me to that, that gift because I did nothing. I didn't buy it, I didn't take it out, I did nothing. <laughs> It was with your help that he was able to make it happen. <laughs> because it's not like he could have asked me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it, it, he, was, he already knew what he was going to get you. He just asked me if, this, if that was the right one. <sighs> Still, the way he told me that it was a collaborative project between you and him. So because he felt it was collaborative then it's not it's not your place to say that he didn't feel thoroughly held by you (laughs) so as far as i'm concerned and he's concerned you two both had a say in my birthday present so thank you twiggy (laughs) how about i just post out on his birthday gift because i don't have any money i couldn't get you one of your own so i'll just like be that that douchebag who signs the birthday card It doesn't matter. I didn't get you anything at all. I don't have any money either. I literally got you nothing. It's fine. I got you nothing too, so it's... (laughs) No, you got me a (laughs) I got you some wigs! You did, you did. You got me two wigs, so yeah. Actually, and I feel terrible, because I got you absolutely nothing. It's fine. I pretty much got everything I wanted right now anyway, so... Correct to <laughs> yeah i was like what you got um your um lol billy eilish into the chat <laughs> like everything you wanted yeah i mean when that income taxes came in i was all like lol ye. <laughs> let me go <judge. laughs> so i don't didn't necessarily need a birthday gift from anybody because what i wanted was a camera and a laptop and i got both of those things so <laughs> Yeah, what do you get the man who has it all? You know? Really nice socks. That's what you get the man who has it all. But you already have really nice socks. Yeah, but you don't have those nice socks. If you make You're them. You're right. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> okay. Well. You want to go down take a stroll down memory lane? Sure. It's... As we reflect on our... Lovely 28 years on this lovely planet. Uh, we've shared some pretty fun times together, that I will say. I mean, like, growing up being twins, we always had each other and we were always each other's best friend. I didn't really. I mean, sure, I like other friends were nice, but I didn't necessarily need another friend because I already had Roxy. So that was like the the plus side for me for being a twin is that I didn't necessarily need friends. I had someone who already got me, like, you know, right there. And I was in so, your outside, I was also in your grade, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean like we have a little sister, but like it you know, when you're about five years apart, it takes a while for you all to start having things in common. And it has to be like when you guys are all around that age where the age like the age lines are a little more blurred. Cause like now, you know, she's twenty-two. Uh yes twenty-three. She should be twenty-three. She, she, yeah, she would just turn twenty-three. Yeah, she just turned twenty-three, uh um a couple weeks ago. And see now she's twenty-three, so the same things a twenty-three-year-old can do 28 year olds can do so we can all go out to grab a drink or we can all frequent the same places you know so but obviously it didn't take till this year for us to be cool but it just took a little more into adulthood because when we were you know 18 she was still in middle school so we couldn't relate on the same stuff so once she got a little older it was cool but while we were growing up it was cool to have a twin who was in the same grade as me, the same age as me, so we could be doing the same stuff. And... Yeah. Even though some of our memories are fun, some of them are flops, actually, a majority of our memories are a compilation mm-hmm. of fail videos. Not even videos, because they're not recorded. So, fail events. <laughs> Just one long, like, Vine compilation <laughs> of continuous L's. Yeah. And fun times. Like, um... Or, like, remember the first time I had got you high? (laughs) Oh my god. So, like, okay. I had... Like, okay. I had been around marijuana two times before then. But, like... (laughs) I was too scared to actually smoke it. So, like, I didn't want to seem like a little bitch. So, like, I would take, like, fake hits and stuff like that beforehand. Because, like, I was doing it with other people. But then, like, Roxy, like... I trusted Roxy. And I knew she wasn't going to judge me if I was, like... I could trust myself to get, like, out of control or, like, you know, not be so controlled, you know, around her. Because I was like, it's Roxy. You know, she's not going to judge me or make fun of me or whatever. So, she... Had <laughs> went to this like, she was a part of this like women's like um. Program. I was like doing like, this, yeah. I was doing this like counseling program where we would we were get we were like this mentor program where we would it was like we would get trained on how to mentor youths and stuff like that, and we would just um that's what we would have meetings for every week. But then once I like finished the training and stuff like that, we got these gift cards or something these like prepaid visa gift cards and as soon as I got mine one of the one of the girls who was there she was a plug and she was like "Uh, you know like I got if anyone wants to trade some of your gift cards and then I was like yeah totally so like I gave her both of my $10 gift cards or no I think it was like $15 gift cards and I was like I gave her both of them and was just like okay and she gave me some weed and I just texted Twiggy on my way home like I No, you know you you, you tweeted me yeah I tweeted you like I like yeah I tweeted you I just tweeted you like Missy Elliott lyrics or something because like the chick who who sold it to me like got me some dro so I was all like I just tagged Twiggy and was like, I smoked my hydro on the DLO or something like that. I just made that a tweet and I didn't say anything about it. And then, like, mm-hmm. I got home and then uh, Twiggy's all like, oh, you know, like digging the, the Missy Elliott, you know, like, yeah, let's, you know, bump her music. And I was like, nah, I have, and I was all like, um, I, no, you, you said, you said, I got um I got some incentives at work. I mean at uh at the a meeting, and I traded them for some incentives, and then you <laughs> yeah, like sh- incentives, and then you showed me the weed in your hand. I was like, wait, that's actual weed, and I was like, yes, dude, they're actual drugs, because like I had gotten high like only a handful of times. Like I'd say like about three or four times in my life prior to this. So like, but again, I didn't. I was again with other people and I took like two or so two or three hits but they were real hits so I was you know that's all I needed because I mean I was not smoking weed like that so but I didn't know how to like smoke my own weed or like how to be a weed owner so I didn't know how to have it in my possession at all because I never like had to I didn't even know how to like set up what I'm supposed to smoke like I didn't know how to roll anything I didn't know how to pack anything I didn't know how to break down weed like I knew nothing and like so we just like went to the house, was just like okay let's go to the park because we were too scared to do it at home so we walked all the way to the park and which and no because like um I no also, no 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 and then we didn't have a grinder because we didn't know that, <laughs> that was a requirement so we tried to like we were trying to like break the weed down with a fucking spoon <laughs> yeah because that's, that's the only thing we had like in our room I because, like we just had like random dishes or whatever, you know, like a spoon. And we just broke it down. And I didn't And know. we were like trying to like smish it down and like grind it like herbs. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah exactly. Well I mean it is. <laughs> but like I mean, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And then like uh we had um I didn't know how much I was supposed to smoke in like a sitting or anything like that. So I had like found a bowl or whatever and a pipe out. Yeah, I found a pipe or and then like um and we went. No no no, the- no 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 no. I need you to tell them the way you found the pipe because that is the better part of the story. You can't just say you found a pipe because this is a great story of how you even came and how you even found it. <laughs> oh yeah, because like on my way home, like I was at the bus stop and then like Cause first you got no, first you got the weed, and then it didn't really dawn on you that you didn't have anything to smoke out of it with, smoke smoke it with or whatever, you know, like you didn't have anything to to put it in, and yeah, <laughs> go on, yeah. So all of a sudden I'm going home, and then I'm I'm at the bus stop, and uh, while I'm you know waiting for my second bus, like some person sits next to me, and they sit next to me, and then we're waiting, and then all of a sudden they go and catch their bus which came before mine and when they got when they stood up like something fell out of their book bag but then like I didn't look at it because like I didn't want to like I didn't think to I just heard something fall but I just like kind of looked over and I was like okay probably picked it up so he leaves and then I'm sitting there waiting another couple of minutes for my bus and then I was just like I leaned back on the seat and then I saw it on the ground and I'm like wait is that a pipe like for drugs okay and I like picked it up and I'm like and I blew into it to see like and I was like oh oh my god the universe is telling me something this needs to happen because how do I mysteriously find a pipe when I don't have one and so then I had that and I came home that's when I came home and then we went out and like we went out to the park and then we didn't know that we could just pack one bowl and just smoke it and then stop we didn't know how much we were supposed to smoke at one time so we literally just kept packing them because we thought we were supposed to smoke because we had like four teeny tiny little baggies that were broken up and then like we just were like okay we then we just like smoked like two of them in one sitting because we didn't know how many we were supposed to smoke we got so high we didn't know what to do so we're like I can't smoke all of this in one sitting so like (laughs) that was like three bowls or something and then like this imagine like three bowls in a row of like I mean actual bowls in a row with from between people who do not smoke weed like Yes and this was like Twiggy's like first time like actually smoking weed. So we were like way too high to be even what were we even doing? <laughs> and like and we were start- in the park And then we were laying down. We were looking at the clouds and stuff, and we were just talking about all the stuff that the clouds looked like. And then we then we were uh, staring at a fence. And then somehow I was just being freaking Rain Man and just like knew the exact amount of like squares in a specific section just from looking at it, just staring at it for like five seconds. And then I was like, why am I better at math when I'm high? What the fuck? And then we (laughs) sat and wrote a song. (laughs) We were high as fuck, and we wrote a song about sneakers and puppies and microwaves and Yeah, and then we said, like, don't try to nuke my puppy. If you nuke my puppy, I'll kill you or something. I don't even know. And it was so... It was, it was the stupid yeah. song and then we started talking about ideas he wanted to do and we were like we should make marijuana milkshakes and then like okay, IRL that would be yo, disgusting yo okay not even because this was before the whole cannabis industry really popped off with making like different types of edibles and now there's like you know like marijuana ice cream and cannabis ice cream and cannabis milkshakes cannabis all this stuff so I feel like we were ahead of our time <laughs> Well, I mean, per usual, but whatever. But, I mean, but <laughs> we thought about like marijuana, like flavored milkshake, and I was oh, all right. like, "That would be absolutely disgusting." <laughs> I never said marijuana flavor. I said marijuana milkshake. As in, you drink this milkshake and it gets you high, and it's green. <laughs> this is true. It could, fr- it could taste like matcha. For it all good. <laughs> but yeah, that it was be, so. Like, There was so matcha wrong with that statement right now. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. I don't care matcha at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a modern family. This bit would go on forever. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, after that, we, like, walked around to, like, we walked around the neighborhood. And then for some reason, we were, like... Reading the sign because like there was a street it was you know called Union, and it's always been Union, but for some reason, like we looked at it and thought it's we Lincoln. you mean you <sighs> well, you didn't correct me because I said Lincoln, and then you said, Oh my God, Lincoln, and then you started talking <laughs> about Lincoln I didn't know we if you were thinking. saying first of all, I didn't know you were saying that the street was called Lincoln. I just heard you say Lincoln, and then I just got on a tangent about how I, how hot I thought Abraham Lincoln was. Oh my god. Then we walked over to our friend Tyler's house and that was a whole fiasco <laughs> in itself. Bless <laughs> well, her heart. Yeah, because she had to put up with us. She always we had to like, put up with us. We were like no we weren't quiet at all. Like <laughs> her mom is just like in the other room and like we're not being quiet at all. Like, we're being such total space cadets the whole time. And I felt bad because, like, well, after the fact, obviously, I was too high to care in the moment. But, like, after the fact, I'm like, Jesus, that was a nuisance. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good time, man. Yeah. Or, like, the, the short time we spent in college was fun, too. Like, I hated college, but... I liked the times that we had, like, when we would just, like, go to the mall and, like, hang out. (laughs) We were not in school. (laughs) Yeah, we would, like, after school, like, either we would either go after school or we would just ditch class completely and just, like, (laughs) go to the mall, go uh, uh, go shopping and, like, dye our hair and, like, buy stuff off of eBay, like, (laughs) get piercings. (laughs) Yeah. Those are fun times <laughs> yeah I hated college but I loved that college Pell grant money though yeah that was fun Low-key, glad that happened because that helped me blow up my aesthetic a lot same like it, helped, though? Helped, it like it was like a good like jumping point to like getting like an online presence because we were like blowing up our aesthetic and like learning how to like do our own hair and actually get our clothes together and stuff like that and get piercings and stuff mhm yeah but I mean that was pretty fun not even going to lie I mean like we had a lot of good times over the years but then like remember that time when we got in trouble at school cause we sang the national anthem like Scott step <laughs> and we wouldn't stop we wouldn't stop <laughs> For any of you guys who aren't familiar, Scott Staff is the lead singer of the band Creed. And we decided one day that we were just going to do that. And we were just okay, going to stop doing it. We There's a, a version that he does of the uh, national anthem. It's pure gold, to be honest. I think he has a beautiful voice. It's whatever. So, And in high school, like when I tell you, I was like, really like I really really was into creed like I'm not joking I was really I mean I still am but I mean I'm saying like in high school like I was really really into creed yeah and just as much <laughs> as we were into creed I think we were also even more into annoying people because I would think about all the things we used to do periodically just for the sake of being annoying and that surpassed our love for anything but our love of both Creed and being annoying made this so much much better because Creed, by default, is annoying. So, of course, we like Creed. Like, duh. (laughs) But, yeah, we got in trouble because, like, first we sang it like that and then they told us, ha, 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 stop doing that. Need to show respect to the national anthem. And then we're just like, no. (laughs) Like, not at all. I'm like, but it's funny, though. (laughs) Yeah, the National Anthem doesn't even slap, so, like, why? But Scott snap singing. The it's National Scott slaps. Anthem? slaps. Yeah, so then, like, after that, we just... When I think about that, I'm like... And then when we got in trouble, like, the ISS, like, the in-school suspension slip, and it was, like, singing the National Anthem, like, Creed, and having to see that written down on a piece of paper, like, just made me LOL. I'm like, I never got a slip. I just got told to go to ISS. I was like, that's fine. I didn't really want to be here anyway. That's fine. Because, like, the slip wasn't something that was handed to me directly. The slip was handed to the person at the desk. It just so happened that when I was at the desk to get a Kleenex, I saw our paper, you know, our report sheet, you know, there. And I just kind of cackle. <laughs> like, worth it. Yeah, so worth it. hmm <laughs> I loved getting ISS though. Like I was barely in it, but when I was in it, I was like because I never okay, trust me, I wasn't one of those type of like like I know it's not cool, but like I was one of those like alternative kids who actually cared about my grades and actually cared about school like when it was like junior or senior year. So like I actually wanted to be in class, but there were some days where like I just needed a personal day and I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I needed a self care <laughs> day. And self care day means wearing leggings to school so you can get intentionally sent to ISS. Yeah, or poking holes in my jeans so I can go to ISS just for the day and just chill out. Yeah. And then we would be like at um uh before we, we were on like getting ready for uh school, we'd be like, Wanna go to wanna go to ISS today? And then we're like, sure, let's go put on some leggings. <laughs> yeah. And like and we would just hang out. Yeah. And like the leggings thing, it wasn't even like, oh, we couldn't wear leggings as pants. Like, okay, that makes sense, because, I mean, if you wanted a certain dress code at school, like wearing leggings as pants. But it's like you couldn't wear leggings at all, even if you wore leggings under something that was a decent length. The fact that you had on leggings was like the problem. And I'm like, "Eh, yeah, that's so ridiculous. There were several times where like, I would wear a skirt that's, like, maybe an inch and a half above my knee. And I have on uh, leggings. And they'd be like, oh, you have on leggings. So, that's considered club wear. So, you have to go to ISS. I'm like, if anything, I'm more covered. Leggings? I'm like, I'm more... Yeah. I, I'm, I, feel, I feel like I look a little a little sluttier without the leggings. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, the leggings is, like, adding more, you know. But, like, yeah, he just... I think personally hated leggings. And I'm like, well, your yeah. personal fashion sense does not have anything to do with me yeah <laughs> cause like see I understood like don't wear leggings as pants because like one it's like not even you, a school is disgusting anyway so like I would not want to wear leggings as pants and sit down anywhere where a bunch of teenagers sit down like yeah. as an adult I, like probably, I probably would because you know like whatever but like as a teenager no thank you cause teenagers are absolutely disgusting and yeah, and like I hadn't, like, like I hadn't, I hadn't built up my immune system yet. No, you guys are gross. Yeah, absolutely nasty. So like I wouldn't sit anywhere the teenagers sit with just leggings on, but if I had something guarding all of my parts, <laughs> and uh, still just the leggings are covering my legs, and it's like wh- what is even? I don't even, I don't know. Speaking of teenagers being disgusting, did you hear about there? There's a, a case of the coronavirus in St. Louis. Because this uh, family decided they wanted to go over to Italy, and then they came back, and then they were quarantined because they had the coronavirus. And then the uh, the dad, fucking, um, he want he really really wants to go to this father daughter dance with his teenage daughter. So he they leave quarantine and go to a father daughter dance, and uh like I'm hoping to God because like you know teenagers are disgusting they cough they do whatever and you know they're just gross so like I'm really hoping that like <laughs> they did not I'm not I mean other than ginger ale and a couple of a robot test and I'm not really doing anything else taking any other you know precautions to not get you know, obviously and not being a dirty ass bitch but like you know I'm not taking any other precautions to like not get coronavirus <laughs> it's I'm, okay like, it's, it's, like, it's okay we're of African descent we don't have to worry about coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> i mean no no lie. i have I'll, I'll wait with i haven't heard them say nothing about black folks getting coronavirus yeah i was gonna say like there's certain like sicknesses or things that we just can't get you know you know this just doesn't it's not we're more immune to it versus where like we'd be more prone to getting things like sickle cell whereas they wouldn't because they're just you know certain things just don't you know affect yeah. certain groups and I'm like, at least coronavirus is the least of our concern because, you know, quite frankly, the other day I did eat some candy from off the floor and I didn't think about it. Not even twice, because I mean, come on now, I'm not going to get the coronavirus. I mean, same like I, you don't know how many times I've literally shaken people's hands or like whatever and like or drank off of somebody else's drink. And I literally did not care. I'm just like, whatever, YOLO. <laughs> yeah. degaff till we die dig after we die bitches like I don't care <laughs> I'm like if I die I die <laughs> exactly if we die at least we'll die we'll at least we'll die strong with a guitar in our hands and rock in our heart are you quoting School of Rock absolutely <laughs> okay <laughs> so for those about to rock we salute you we salute you <laughs> sorry random tangent (laughs) i know we were talking about memory lane then started going about the coronavirus anyway other memory lanes remember our crunk core phase oh my okay listen (laughs) i don't follow a lot lot of fads okay but i was in high school i was very impressionable and like (laughs) i was in my scene phase and- okay, for those of you who do not know, because Crunkcore did not live very long, Crunkcore is like a subculture within the scene community, where a bunch of of the douchiest dude broy scene kids get together and they listen to screamo rap and wear neckerchiefs and shutter shades and they act like bands like Broken Side and. Dot dot L-O-L, bro- broke broken side walked so ghost man could run <laughs> yeah i i i i, I mean <laughs> i never like thought about it that way but i i mean I, yeah <laughs> but, yeah So, but yeah, so there was, okay, so it's like a a thing. It's like, you know, screamo, hip hop, whatever. And, um, like, I really, a lot of the scene kids were, like, really into it. And, like, you know, and I was trying to, like, be, like, scene queen AF. So, like, I was like, okay, well, obviously, this is what, I mean, and it's, like, the two genres that I like. So, I was like, well... (laughs) Yeah, I like music, and I I like metal, and I like rap. Why? And I like, and I also like emo music. So like, why not? And and like, it was like so tacky. It was like with the the snapbacks, the shutter shades, the graphic tees, the, the diamond li- light, medallions, the cupcake medallions, cupcake medallions, Osiris, uh, uh, or vans. Yeah, vans. And then, and, light colored like uh, electronic colored like electric colored uh skinny jeans
1: uh raccoon stripes in
0: your hair yeah it was so bad it was it was so and monster energy drinks all day all night taking pictures of monster energy drinks remember when we had our monster energy drink collection where we made sure we drank every single color of the rainbow so that we could post it not post it put it in our room and like have yeah. it as a display because we were so seen so we're like oh we my had God. monster we had monster energy drinks and then we had a bunch of like venom energy drinks yeah and it's and like we just plucked it the cans and it's funny because now I can't even I can't even drink an energy drink I drank one the other day we have um flaming mo uh it's a a simpsons themed uh energy drink at work actually pretty good <laughs> tastes like monster energy. Like, It's not like I don't like energy drinks. It's just that I can't drink them the way I did in high school because, like, they actually work on me now. Because, I mean, I don't drink them very often. I also just don't really drink that much caffeine. So if I drink a can of an energy drink, I'm not going to be able to drink two of them in the same day. Like, I'm going to be up and it's going to work and it's going to be making me pee a lot. Like, you know, whereas in high school, I had zero problem drinking an energy drink after school until, like, our rainbow collection was complete. And we would get one, like, every day. Until it was done. And I'm like, I could not imagine doing something so terrible, not only for my body, but my urinary tract. Like, no thanks. Oh, God. And like, also, I was such a child. So, like, I already had a lot of energy. I didn't need an energy drink. Yeah, like, now I would need one. Well, I mean, even then, I don't even drink. I have a lot of energy for somebody who does not drink caffeine. But I think that's probably why I have the energy that I do, because I don't really drink caffeine. It's funny because I drink a lot of caffeine. But it's more so because, I mean, I just like the taste of coffee and and I work in a soda shop. So there's just soda with caffeine in it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I would too. But like, again, I don't buy, I don't make coffee at home anymore. So because I don't, I don't go out of my way to buy it either. Because, you know, why would I bu- go out of my way to buy a coffee? Unless like I'm actually going out for coffee, so then I just get used to not drinking it, and then I drink soda sometimes like when I go out, but I mostly drink Sprite anyway, so I just don't really drink that much caffeine altogether.
1: Yeah. Unless
0: like I, unless I'm going out for coffee, then I'm gonna be so excited, I'm be like, oh my god, I get to drink coffee today, or if I'm spending the night at Boxer Bay's house because he has a Keurig, so like, um. I'll have a cup of coffee when I'm over there, but, like, I don't really drink caffeine like that. Well, because now that I'm not, like, working as a barista anymore, like, I'm not around it, so I just don't drink it as much. Yeah. But, yeah, that was funny. Like, uh, actually, our entire, like, MySpace space altogether was just kind of <laughs> funny. It was very formative, and it was very necessary, but, very Yeah, it taught me how to do my hair, my my winged eye, my like stream wing eyeliner. Um and how to take selfies and be creative with pictures. Yeah, it took yeah, that was that was MySpace was necessary. My space me was able to walk so that Roxy Vale could run. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, like we put in a lot of work back on Myspace. Like maybe we had like a small like we weren't like known, but it was more so I, w- I w- didn't care about numbers back then. I really was just trying to like perfect, perfect everything, learning how to take pictures and learning how to, you know, what my what direction I wanted my aesthetic to be, and like <coughs> learning how to like pra- like do makeup and you know whatever. That's how I started getting into makeup and you know watching tutorials and like all that stuff. Like it was I, you know, I'm very as much as cringy. As MySpace me was, I'm very thankful for MySpace me. <laughs> yeah, because I would have hated to have to learn all this stuff a lot later in life. Oh my god, right? For sure. Like, imagine having to be, like, really, really, really bad at makeup as an adult. Like, I, I see it a lot, and I'm just, like, not like I'm makeup shaming. It's just like, oh, sweetie, if you would have just had an emo phase or MySpace phase, like, back in the day, you would you you would be a lot better now. yeah. But it's like a lot of those people back then were the kind of people who would be like, I don't need to wear makeup. Ugh why are you wearing not yeah. an eyeliner? Uh yeah. Remember You're wearing that time too much makeup. Remember that time we were um walking around uh Tower Grove and like we were all we were in like super like cyber uh like scene kid like uh get up with like the dreadlocks and like it's like ravers. The scene yeti kid boot covers of, and everything. Yeah and tutus and, like, the gog- and everything tutus and goggles and shit like whatever and um we were just walking and then there's like this group of like basic ass beckys and they were like pointing and laughing like oh my god they're wearing too much makeup that's too much makeup like that's so gross it's so disgusting and i'm just like Shh. only want me to turn down because you ain't doing enough like <laughs> literally <laughs> and i'm like it's not my fault that you're so ugly on the inside that you hate yourself enough to be upset about what somebody else who's not even looking at you or talking to you is doing. And I'm pretty sure yeah. they felt insecure because they knew for a fact, like, their whole group, their whole squad to walk together and no one would say anything about them. No one would turn their head or even acknowledge them because they just look like a group of regular girls. And they knew just the two of us could draw more attention than anything that they were doing. And just because of that, they felt, like, spiteful about it. Yeah. I was just like whatever you know that's how I knew that like we were like meant to be something else like not I wasn't, just a regular normal. I wasn't meant to be like basic like I like nothing is wrong with that but it's again not for everybody but we're taught that it's for everybody and I just no matter where I went no matter what environment I was in no matter how hard I tried even though I was very shy and like Wanted to blend in, I always just stuck out because just who I was, who we were as people, just, you know, stick out a lot. And, you know, people get, um, people fear what they don't understand. And so I feel like a lot of the like bullying and stuff that we like went through, it was because like they were pe- afraid. Other, people could tell that we had something different special different you know whatever and like it made them insecure and my job wasn't to make you secure like yeah i'm sorry that you're insecure but it wasn't my job it's not my job to like make sure you're that i'm policing myself to make sure that you're okay like i'm gonna keep living yeah. my life <laughs> exactly and- but we were always type people who like we would walk into a room and, like, de- not when I say demand attention, but it just kind of happens. Like, I don't try yeah. to, it just kind of happens. We're the type of people, like, we walk into a room and we know for a fact there will be a reaction, whether it's positive or negative, there's going to be a reaction. And even if I'm not even dressed up in extreme clothing or anything, it's just, I guess, because there have been many times I've been, like, in a work uniform and cause like even remember back when we like worked at the we work at the casino like our uniforms were you know khaki pants or no black pants and um a polo, polo shirt. shirt that went with our department so like mine was green and yours was purple I believe mm-hmm. and then, even then and we only could we only could wear like certain work related hair colors so it's only so far out there we can go with our hair and, Yeah. um so and same with, with like that, same with like makeup and stuff like that. Like we weren't allowed to wear, wear like you know, colorful makeup or anything like that or colorful hair or anything. And even then it just would be a thing. We'd walk into a room and even in our work uniforms and either people would scoff like Ugh, who do they think they are or like or they'd be like, "Oh wow, they seem interesting." And I'm like, "You haven't even seen my final form. This is my my work stuff." Like, I'm literally having brown and black hair and, like, minimal eye eye makeup and, like, red lipstick. That's all I would wear to work. <laughs> like, this is it. And you're already intimidated by that. Because I have a very... And, like, the only thing we really could customize was our, our lanyards. That was it. Yeah, maybe so, like, we I- a couple of accessories, but not even that many. Because I yeah, worked like- in the restaurant, so, like it's only I couldn't wear like rings or any type of accessories like that but I could wear like a bracelet or a necklace you know yeah and at the time like my ears weren't even like stretched like that like they were like a little bit but not really yeah and I'm like and at the time I didn't have any tattoos really I had this little tiny one my little nirvana smile on my wrist and then my little anchor that was like covered up but like I'm oh, obviously. I am, but like, how would work see that? That's on my belly. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I just meant as far as like what showed at work, like how I looked at work, and I'm like, you know, that was it. Yeah, at the time, I think I only had literally one tattoo. I just had my Hello Kitty one. Yep. That's and I'm, like, like so. I'm, like,
1: I, like, and I they remember... were already
0: just like so weirded out by us, and I'm like, really? This? I like remember we were weirded out like... by this. <laughs> I like, remember when we were like, uh, at, when we were in school or whatever. And like you and I what like our junior year, we were obviously doing a, the scene thing. So by our senior year, we kind of like, we're kind of over that. But like, uh, we would wear like tutus and like stuff to school and everybody would, like, uh, why are you wearing tutus? And then like the first day of our senior year, this these group of girls started wearing they wore tutus with leggings or stockings not like legging stockings and we were like oh god you guys are so And you were just like you're so late like we literally did that last year <laughs> and had the bright leggings and uh, petticoats and tutus sorry and then we yeah. came in with like we weren't, he, he, we came I in had, we came in with the hugest of seen hair <laughs> senior year yeah we came with the hugest scene here and like because we like we're done with like the whole like baby scene thing and like we were like came and i came in with like checkered patterns like i was you know more of the black wearing scene kid because i was like okay now that i don't have to pretend to be like colorful anymore because you know our mom had like took away all of our clothes and like made us dress like that so once I got my clothes back, I was like, yeah, I can just be myself again. And then I had, like, bright blue hair, and then you had um, red hair. Bright red hair, yeah. Bright red hair, and like, which is so funny because the roles have been reversed now. (laughs) But like, for this Well, not really, because I mean, like, you just like red hair, but like, I've always worn red hair, like, consistently, like, throughout my life. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying that, like, because I, uh... Because, like, if I said one had blue hair and one had red hair, people would just assume from now that it was me with the red hair. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, and then everyone was like, ugh, why do you got your hair like that? And then, like, and then, like, after that, like, we changed our hair color to where I had purple and you had, I had electric purple, you had electric pink. And then mm-hmm. two girls came in with one blue and one red and we're just like, you guys were so whack, like...
1: Everything we do, you do it after. Literally,
0: like at our high school, like, no, like, there were some people, like, like a couple, like, a handful of people who, like, had, like, vibrant colored hair, but it was so, like, you know, there was, like, maybe two or three other, like, girls who had, like, vibrant hair, but that was it. Like, no one really did, but they were, like, popular. And, like, and when they would do it, like, it was just, like, the one one girl had, like, bright red hair and like but and she kept like the red for like a while but like we were the ones like and like i think another girl had like um had like green like dark green but then it wasn't like a whole head of dark green it was like mostly black with like a little bit of green like in the front so like it was unique but like it wasn't like boldly unique you know yeah And then here we come with just, like, bright-colored hair and, like, just, like, looking emo as fuck. And, like, every single day, just, like, accessories and, like, hoodies and, like, band shirts and, like, checker-pattern bands and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, colorful, crazy hair. Big hair. Studded belt. Studded belt. Just drawing upside down crosses on our eyes. (laughs) Yeah, like, we were just, like... Walking around with, like, pockets of glitter just because it was annoying. and We could spray it everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, and just toss it on people. That's, like I said, we would just go out of our way just to be annoying. (laughs) But, like, uh, yeah. um, Because, like, every time somebody would say something mean to us, we just would throw glitter on them. Because, like, why be rude when I can make you have... Glitter attached to you for three weeks straight and you won't be able to get it out. <laughs> you know? It's like little things. Cause I mean, I was, cause like they would sit there and do horrible things, like throw us, throw stuff at us, push us down the stairs and like all kinds of stuff. And like they would like sh- hit us and stuff like that. And then like I would be like, you know what? I could push you back and then we both get suspended or you can push me. I will throw glitter on you. Your hit will be off of your hit will be would have worn off like within like maybe ten minutes. But you have glitter on you for three weeks. So like who really did who now who really lost? (laughs) You know? (laughs) So I'm like, you'd hit me and then once the pain goes away, it's like a few minutes and then it goes away. But I'm like, nothing they did physically lasted on me for longer than a few minutes. So or, you know, a few days or something. If it was like a bruise or something. But like we just would do like little things like that or like fun times fun times (laughs) Uh, i miss doing like um like theater and like speech and debate with you and stuff like that yeah we used to do competitive like um theater and like duets and stuff like that and it was so fun we would always get so score so high like that's one thing like, I'm not a competitive type of person, and I, like, never really have been, but when it came to, like, speech and debate, it's not like I was so competitive, because I really wasn't. I was just legitimately having the time of my life, and that's all that mattered, and we would do so well, but it wasn't like I was being competitive, because when I think about it, like, we weren't, like, trying to be better than anybody else, we were just trying to make sure we got it right for ourselves, and we had fun. yeah. Cause like we never were like, we're going to be the best in the group. We're going to be better than anybody else. We're just like, let's try to get our lines right. So that we're good for, so that we can say that we did it right ourselves. Yeah. because then get that's through without of, messing up. That's how we've always been with like everything. Like whether it's like taking pictures or like, you know, making videos or like, you know, like competitive acting or like even with like the podcast, like. I never want to compete with other people. I just want to do things till they're right by my standards and then that's it. Like, as long as I think that they're right, like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, outdo somebody. I'm just like, doing my own thing. But like, if it, if I'm being a perfectionist about something or like trying to like, it's because, not because I'm like, comparing it to other people. It's just like, it's not right to me. So I want to do it better. I'm wanting to match how it is in my head and I'm not producing it. And like, cause even with like, even with how we are now, like with our, our, um, platform or online presence or whatever and like a lot of people treat the internet or like having a following as a competition and they're like this person has more followers than me this person has more numbers than me how do I beat this person and then a lot of people don't know how to digest it when Twiggy and I are just not like that so they'll try to like make us feel a type of way and be like oh well all these people who are Popular in your community, they're so ahead of you. They've got more numbers than you. They get reposted by more brands. They get did da da. Like, how do you feel about that? And I'm all like,
1: good happy for, them. for them. Happy for them. I was like, I'm
0: mm. happy for them. That's how I feel. I love seeing people doing well, especially people, especially people of color doing well, and especially if people of color, black people of color, doing well. Like, come on now. Like, like I never. I, of course, would I want to be further in my career? Yes. Yes. But not. I don't want to be further in my career at someone else's expense. I like the fact that there's a lot of people doing them and being successful at it. want to, I just want to make it too. That's it. Not yeah, look, people. Not I just want to make like, it too. Yeah, because we're like, oh, I'm not going to be like, oh, this person doesn't deserve to sit at the table. Why is it this person and not me? It'd be like, oh, wow, those people are sitting at the table. Let me see what I can do so that I can get a seat at that table and succeed as well so that i can join them i don't want to beat them i want to join them and be like oh that's great like you know i want to be successful in my own way even if it's not the same thing they're doing and then like people are like well this person has more followers doing this thing and i'm like well this person is doing that field of course like of course i want them to do well i don't want to be i don't want to sit there and quote unquote outdo like a brand model you know when I don't even want to do that full-time. So why would I be upset that a brand model is making it far when that's not even what I want to do? You're just mad. You just want me to be mad that they're doing something or having more numbers or something than I am. But I'm like, no, congratulations to them. I want them to do well in their field. Please, I hope so. And yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, this person is able to do this big, huge thing. And I'm like, well, great. I don't feel intimidated by that because... I'm having a good time modeling. I'm having a good time with the podcast. I'm having a good time doing whatever it is I'm doing. And the only way I'll hate it is if it's no longer fun anymore. And I feel like it'll no longer be fun anymore if it becomes a competition. And I don't like that. And I also think that also it comes with, like, just age. And, like, I've matured so much, you know? Because, like, back in my, like, late teens, early, early 20s, I was very, like, oh, well you know, I want this, so I'm going to be jealous of other people, and da-da-da-da, and, like, I was a really jealous and bitter person. And And also, the the times were a lot different back then as well, because now that, like, because even with, say, like, 10 years ago, when we were 18 or something, you know, back then it was like, only one black kid could make it in the alternative scene, and that was one, and you're like, well, if you weren't the one, you don't really have a shot. You know, so then you're like, oh, wow, that person made it, which means I'm not going to. And then as we became more visible, it's like it doesn't have to be just one. It can be multiple. So I don't have to sit there and be like, oh, wow, this one person got this opportunity, which means none of us can get it. It's like, oh, wow, this one person had this opportunity. Cool. Then that means that's more representation and more chances for someone for more chances for me to get this opportunity. Yeah, but I also think that that's also a very evolved way of thinking as well. Again, another thing that also comes with age, because there's Mm -hmm. people who are coming out now who, you know, um, even though we do have a presence, but they're still, they they haven't matured enough to be in the mindset of my success or other people's success doesn't take away from mine, so I don't need to be so competitive, you know? But Mm -hmm. I've been in the game, like, for so long that, like, I'm past that. Where I just, I feel like my success is my success. And I don't care about, like, numbers. Like, I don't even check my Instagram numbers anymore. I just... Neither do I. Like, I used used to check them all the time. And now I'm like, I don't even check. I don't even look at it. Like, I'm just like, mm -hmm. I genuinely enjoy my content. I genuinely enjoy my projects. I'm genuinely just living in the moment and just... I have some—I've gained—as much as insecure as I may be, I will say that I have gained a lot more self-confidence over the years to where, like, I'm confident in my aesthetic. I'm confident in my pictures. Like, obviously, they can be better. Everyone can always improve. But, like, there is nobody who can make me feel low about my art or what I do, you know, because I'm so, like— in the in that sense I'm very self-assured and that had to come with just growth and just time and so a lot of the stuff that's happening now um you know or that's gonna happen like I'm glad I'm at this age now to where I can maturely enjoy it and go about it very smart because I know if a lot of the stuff and opportunities that I'm getting this year happened when I was 18 I would have squandered it away and I wouldn't have like you know taken it serious and then I wouldn't have turned it into anything so I'm glad that like a lot of stuff that is happening is happening to me later on in life in a different climate as well exactly because now I think about it even when we were you know younger and things like that and in our like you know early 20s or you know things like that it was like we didn't have the drive and we didn't have the motivation the want we wanted it but we didn't want to put in the work because i mean at the time we had just gotten out of high school we were just still living with you know our families and like they were babying us a lot so we never really had to be like on our own and know what it's like to survive on our own so we did we did take a lot of it for granted and i wasn't very motivated because i was all like uh, whatever, like, I'm still a kid, whatever, uh, who cares, uh, motivations for adults, like, who cares, like, you know, and, like, now I'm just, like, I've known, I've seen what it's like to go without, I've seen what it's like to have to work for everything, and I have lived enough life to take things more serious and be more motivated and stick with stuff and not be so wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm happy about, too, and the fact that, like, um... I wouldn't have been ready for it because like mentally I wouldn't have been able to handle it because it took me years of having to be able to handle like such a harshness that because me at 18, I would not be able to handle it. Like the type of hate that or like at 19 or even 20 that I get now, because now I'm like, okay, after like being on the Internet for like, you know, at least not been on the Internet for a minute, but having a presence or some type of that on the Internet for maybe like nine or so years. It's like people... I've had people dox me. I've had people threaten me. I've had people show up. I've had people, you know, all kinds of things. They're being told, kill yourself, racial slurs, all kinds of things, like, on an everyday basis. Or, you know, people siding with my abusers. People doing all kinds of things. And, like, as an adult now, I can handle it better so that when better opportunities do come and more things like that happen on a larger scale... I'll know how to just detach myself and turn it off versus if I was 19 and when people used to bully me so badly I would actually cry physical tears about it whereas now I'm like okay <laughs> like okay cancel me ho. like now I don't care yeah cause like I u- god I used to care so much for people, what people thought I really did and like now I literally am just like lol I hope I get cancelled this year like literally though literally though I don't I truly don't care like I used to because like we used to always end up on like hate pages or bashing groups or like all kinds of things and body shaming groups and all kinds of things and I used to just cry so bad about it and I just would be like oh my god like like it got weird it was at to a point where like I was like afraid to get online because like I was afraid that like all the like hate mail I was getting and like you know People like sharing my pictures in groups and tagging me in groups and like talking shit about me and just like it was like a lot of anxiety back then. And I used to, I used to, and like remember we had to change our phone, we had to change our phone numbers because like we got doxxed and like people kept following us IRL and it was just really, really weird. Yeah. The part where like I couldn't even get on my bus to school, my public bus to the went to my school because there were people on there who was like following me. And, like, remember that one dude who showed up to Flow Valley? Yeah. Oh my God. Like,
1: like weren't oh you guys my friends God.
0: though? Not really. Like, okay, like, we kind of talked online and, like, I said, then he kept saying, like, he wanted to hang out. And I'm all like, um, I kept saying that if we were going to meet each other, it have to be like in the loop or something like that, and it have to be like in. Uh, at first, I said like it was gonna be at. It was like I was always at like some type of events. Like it was like I invite. Like I said, how about at? Um, at first, like the fest and like things like that, where I wouldn't have to be personal about it. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then like, I had said that. Um, then like he said like his like he had he had like a sibling. Who, also, who like who also went there and that's how he figured out because he was all like oh my brother or something goes goes here and he takes a class here and like um and he said that he saw you and you're he saw he saw you and your twin and I was like oh and I was like that's interesting what class does he take and I was like oh I don't take that class like he must have just seen me around or something because I mean we're not in any of the same classes and then next thing I know like he just shows up and I'm like "Mm, what are you doing here and I was like and he's just like I want to meet you and I'm like uh nice to meet you but I didn't know how to react because I had never had anybody like from the internet just show up yeah without my consent like i didn't know how to react you know and i was like you know and he was also like a lot taller and bigger in person than i had pictured in my head so like i was just like um okay and he asked us if he wanted to hang out later and we're just like no i'm gonna head home and so we did well it's that (laughs) dude who kept who forgot our he was on our facebook and he like Got my phone number and kept like spam calling, trying to figure out when we can all hang out. And I ended up changing my number three different times because he kept finding my number. People kept doxing. Yeah, me. I know. It was so weird. Like, what a time to be on the internet. Like, I did not like that at all. Yeah, but like, yeah. So like, 2010 to like 2013 was like weird. <sighs> yeah, even up to 2014 too. Yeah that's like when because I remember 2014 is when like we were getting so much hate like that was like towards like the end of it when it just like had to purge itself like it was so much that eventually it just like stopped you know it was that year was like oversaturated and I was just like man I can own from this point on I can only go up from here because at the time I wasn't doing anything really to keep getting all this hate mail it was just literally hating me because of my physicality and it was like well it's only so long if I'm not giving you new material to hate me for you can only hate me for being ugly for so long until you just get over it you know yeah. <laughs> and because I wasn't like you know constantly posting stuff that would get me dragged it was just like oh this person's going to keep po- talking about you because you're ugly okay well it's only so much someone can get mad about me not having the correct face until they just eventually just get over it and eventually they it's did like, you know ha 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 i get it i have high cheekbones ha 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 i get it my nose is big ha 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 i get it i have a lazy eye like get new material yeah like who cares but like i'm glad that like, i didn't have to deal with that all by myself like i'm glad that you were there and you we had each other cuz that was a tough time cuz like just imagine getting stalked and like all that stuff, like, alone. Yeah, man. Man, I know, uh, uh, the, back when I used to be with, uh, Cricket Wireless, <laughs> I know they were tired of me because I was always coming in there changing my phone number all the time. Give <laughs> yeah, but can you get a new phone number, please? I just said, this one is not working anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I had to change it because people just kept, like, it was crazy. Like, now that I think about it, like, because my life, has been like so calm to where like as in where like my internet life and like my personal life haven't really like blurred in so long that I almost forget like like just thinking about it it's like man like that was a really crazy freaking time like and the fact that it lasted like that for years <laughs> yeah it was like four years of just nonsense it was terrible like because like at that time we were just starting to get more and more of a platform and it was just like the more and more people knew who we were the more and more like things would happen and then now it's to the point now where if something of mine gets a lot of shares or a lot of attention it's like I'm happy about it because more of it's going to be positive than negative even if obviously every time something of mine goes viral there's always going to be somebody who like you know, people who talk bad about me or somebody who, like, had an altercation with me on the internet and they were like, oh, Roxy's so mean. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have been stupid, you ding-dong. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel like it was so weird, like, how it happened for me. Like, I, because for the, the longest time, like, you know, I kept my, like, internet life and my personal life very separate. And, like, where like no one I went you know was around like knew that I was like online like doing, like no one I went to school with like knew I was like online doing stuff and like whatever and then like I'm in job core and everything is fine and then winter break happens and people find out that like I, you know I go by Twiggy and like I have like an online thing and then I get back and like People were like referring to me as my internet name, and I'm like, at the time I went by Tw- Twiggy Shady, and I'm like, they just like kept calling me that and like treating me all oh, weird. Yeah. I forgot all about that. And they're like, hey, what's up, Twiggy Shady? Hey, Twiggy Shady, and like they would always just like walk. I'm like, this is what I didn't want to happen. This is why I kept it separate. <laughs> you gotta exactly. keep it separated. And now- <laughs> Damn. gotta keep me separated <laughs> but like yeah nowadays it's like my internet life is my life and yeah uh, I'm yeah it's like now I'm Vale full-time on and offline and I'm okay with that like I used to want it to be separate but now it's just like this so blurred now but that's that- just because it was so toxic back then that I wanted it to be yeah sex. it was and like and also I wasn't confident in my aesthetic and I wasn't confident in my pictures yet so it was something like I don't want people to see because they're gonna make fun of me now it's like I'm confident enough to where I know if you saw me, you'd be like, "Oh, you look cool." <laughs> like I don't care yeah, if you're a hate right, and if you're a hater, then it's like I'm not going to be upset about it because I mean, quite frankly, if I wasn't you, I'd be jealous of me too, and if it wasn't already me. And like, the thing is, I'd be like, jealous of me too. Now it's like haters come around, but it's like I have so many like people that I know like love and support me that like a stupid hater is not going to bother me. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, because I feel like for every hater. There's, like, 30 people who don't hate me. So it's, like... You know? Yeah. Because, like, say, like, if I get... Um, and then, like... Even when, like, I shared something, like... Say, like, if I posted a GIF and it got, like, 3,000 shares on it... Maybe about 10 or 11 of them would be something mean. And the rest of them would all be, like, outpouring of, like... Either they know me personally and they love me... Or they just see the GIF and think that I look cool. And they're just like, oh mood or whatever, so I'm like, okay, so who cares about those 10 or 11 people when there's like, you know, 280 something thousand people, like, you know, in the world who would probably never, you know, even care. They don't even care. Even if they don't like me personally, they just don't care enough to be mean,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm like, I'd rather you not care and just not even have any energy in my way than go out everywhere to be awful so I'm like well for all the people who do not like me there's a bunch more people who like me think I'm okay or don't care so and I'm okay with that yeah (laughs) I'm glad I'm at a a spot in my life now where I'm just like I'm literally okay like I I do what I do for me and my friends like I do like the stuff like the videos like the stupid TikToks I post I just post I make those for like you and like my friends to find funny like I don't care if I'm like a viral sensation like I literally just I just want I'm at the point where I'm just like not everything I do is so like performative and like I back then I used to feel like I couldn't do anything for fun everything had to be for a purpose and I'm like now I'm like if I wanted to shit post, I'm gonna shit post. I gotta have to take my Facebook so serious or my Instagram so serious where like, I can't, like, share jokes to my, my story or, like, my page. So, like, oh, I have to be, have, like, a certain, like, uh, image and this is, I'm like, I don't care anymore. I stopped, taking uh-huh. my, I stopped taking myself way too serious and it's honestly helped my life a lot. It's been, like, like an hour, over an hour. This is true, so we probably have to wrap it up. <laughs> so is there any uh things you want to say to younger you or like you know it's like a birthday thing so we might as well just talk ref- do some reflecting and you know um what I would like to say to younger me is that like it it does it's not always gonna suck that bad it's gonna it's gonna get better and then it's gonna suck a really 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 really, really bad and again and then it's going to get better. <laughs> and also <laughs> like, not everybody who enters your life is actually your friend or cares about you or has your best interest at heart. <laughs> yes, and also just because you are with someone doesn't mean that you're going to that you have to be with them forever. You're allowed to push the eject button at any time. Yeah. You don't owe anybody loyalty just because you had time in and you're like, "Well, I've spent this much time or I've already done this, so" I can't just leave. Yes, you can just leave, you know? If they're not benefiting you, like, or if they're very toxic and whatever, like... You can just leave. And also, yeah, and also, like, don't kill yourself. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I know it's kind of cliche, but, like, I would have told my younger self, like, don't do it. Because, like, there's going to be something in your life that's going to make you happy, even if it isn't that great, but... It's not always going to be that bad to where you just don't want to be alive. Even if you deal with like suicidal thoughts that come with, you know, having mental illness, just know that it's it's n- you have people in your life who will you will eventually meet people who love you. It just takes a lot longer to meet friends or meet people who actually care about you, but once you do, you know, 'Cause I thought I always thought that like my life was always gonna be my life. And back then I really didn't have anyone who cared about me besides you. And I thought like, you know, that's how it was always gonna be. And then I realized that like you may not be able to choose your family, but you can always choose who you choose to let in your life later on in life. And eventually you're gonna find the right support system who will care about everything you do and care about you and it's not all you're not always gonna feel like you're left to rot or left out to you know high and dry yeah and yeah and that eventually you'll be able to wake up and not think about your abusers you'll be able to just live a life and have things to look forward to and that's what i tell my younger self and also that there also is happiness to be found in yourself like younger me always like Thought that I could never make myself happy, and like the, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now that I'm happy, it's stuff that I'm just doing. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It's just you know, like, yeah, I'm and ma- we're doing I'm, it for ma- ourselves. I'm making myself happy. I'm a, I'm. Tr- it's okay to be your own happiness sometimes. Exactly. Anything you would like to tell younger you specifically? Uh, don't flat iron your bangs so much. Um, oh God, yeah. When your mother says not to bleach and relax your hair in the same day don't because you'll ruin your hair until you're in your (laughs) mid-twenties and then have to end up getting frustrated and shaving it all off and starting over (laughs) um let's see um I would say tell my younger self that like I shouldn't have ever like pushed my like beat myself up so bad for like not Like dating and like losing my virginity and like it took me like until I was like my early adulthood to like you know do that and like I would always like feel like I was like a bad person or that like I was wrong or like defective because like I hadn't done it and like everyone else around me was doing it and saying that I was like a a bad person because and like I was a fake person and you know whatever and I let let them like get to me and like I would feel some way about myself I'm like no it's fine. Find to do things at your own pace like you don't have to like keep up with everybody and like your way is your way and that's the only way that's gonna be good for you like you don't have exactly. to exactly this you know yeah just like i wish i could have told my younger self that i'm allowed to tell people no like that was one thing like i just didn't tell people no because like i didn't want to i hated like i didn't want them people to be upset with me or whatever and or like if they already had certain expectations, I always felt like I owed everybody something of mine just because I felt like if I said no, I was being difficult. And I felt like the worst thing I could do is not be easygoing. And I didn't. I hated not meeting people's expectations because like growing up being told like you didn't meet my expectations was like a death wish. There would always be like, I expected you to do this. And like always, you didn't meet my expectations. So then I always thought that not meeting someone's expectations was like the worst. And I was like, you know, so then somebody says like, well, we're hanging out, but but I was expecting you to have sex with me. I'd be like, you didn't vocalize that or I wouldn't have come over. But now that you said I didn't meet your expectations, now I feel like I have to. And... Because yeah. I remember my guardians telling me, you're a failure because you didn't meet my expectations. And then I'd get hit for it or something, and then I felt like that would happen, so I just would do it. And then I'm like, I wish I could tell younger my younger self. You can tell people no, and not meeting someone's expectations isn't the worst. Yeah, and no one has ever died from a boner. <laughs> yeah, and if somebody hits me, I'm like, and if somebody has hit you because you didn't offer, didn't give up sex, just know that people aren't going to be hitting you over that forever eventually it's going to stop and there's not going to be happening anymore yeah but like yeah that's pretty much what i would tell my younger self <laughs> and i would also tell my younger self that like you know um about just treating people better like it's, yeah. a- it's okay to you know I, I was so I was so soft growing up that I felt like I needed to become very, very hard because I felt like I was getting taken advantage of because I was so soft, not knowing that those people are just toxic people and they would have taken advantage of anybody regardless. And I always thought it was something wrong with me and that like maybe if I was meaner to people, then I wouldn't get stepped on so much. And I became a very mean and toxic person. It was more of a get them before they get me, hurt them before they hurt me type of person. And I'm like... It's okay, to, it's okay to keep your chill and it's okay to keep your you know, to not be so yeah, hard, hey, or hard all the time. Yeah, because like, letting the world turn you hard is so easy. Anybody can become hard and say like, well, forget that. They did me wrong so I'm just going to reject everything. It takes more challenge and more character growth to like, maintain that softness, despite all that. Because it's so easy to hate. It's so easy to be angry. Yeah. It's not easy to confront your feelings and you know help be healthy about it yeah, and I will say younger me was not healthy I used like I was bullied so hard that when I was like in my late teens and like early 20s I became such a bully and I'm like and I just became a just such a terrible person that I hated and I'm like you know you don't have to be that way like it's okay to just be nice to people and like Notice that all the people that you looked up to, who are being mean, they're nowhere now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just yeah, it's like it sounds a uh, cliche, but man, you know, it's it's better, you know, to be you know you uh, what is it attract more flies with honey than better. yeah yeah, <laughs> and it's true. But yeah, that's the podcast for today. Uh for this week. Uh, it's our birthday, so yay! Happy birthday to us! Happy twenty eighth birthday! Yay! <laughs> yeah. So by the next time you'll see us, we'll be twenty eight and we'll be twenty eight years old. Twenty eight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for hanging out with us, and uh, we don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yes, at Acid We're at what two hundred followers now on Instagram? I know it's so cool. The Brad Cult's growing strong, guys! Yay, keep the Brad Cult growing! Yeah, love you guys, and when we see you. We'll be older, and not but, wiser, okay, not, older. not wiser at all, but older definitely. <laughs> I hope you guys. This I know this wasn't as structured as our other podcasts are, but I hope you guys enjoyed this type of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Later, Brad Cult. Our show is done. Who knew listening to trash could be this much fun? Thanks for tuning in, but yeah, I guess that's that. So, until next time, I'm Twiggy, and I'm Roxy, and you just took two tabs of Acid Brats. Yes, A, C, to the to the R, to A, to the S, to the S, yes, yes, Acid Brats.